The Chicago White Sox beat the Toronto Blue Jays 7-6 in 12 innings on Tuesday night. It was a wild game on a very hot night in Chicago. Dylan Cease was magnificent, but a depleted bullpen made things very interesting. Josh Harrison shined in Monday's win. What could he do for an encore on Tuesday? Sox go for the sweep against the Blue Jays on Wednesday afternoon. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Uh, hey, White Sox fans, you are going to love this. Today's episode is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Uh, welcome to the world of trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned later in the show for more information on this awesome new tool for collectors. Uh, you're going to want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. How great was Dylan Cease's outing on Tuesday night? Uh, the White Sox had the will to win and everybody got involved. Uh, but first, the Sox are finally back to 500. Uh, State of the Sox, your White Sox are 33 and 33. Uh, Twins and Guardians are tied at the top of the AL Central. Uh, they will actually be playing each other quite a bit over the next week or so. Uh, there will be chances to gain ground. The Sox did exactly that on Tuesday night. Uh, those Southside City Connect jerseys uh, out again, very hot, uh, humid, sticky. You're thinking it might be a high-scoring game, uh, not so much. Uh, Doug Eddings, you're going to hear a lot about him. Home plate umpire had a really rough night, uh, but our White Sox came up on top 7-6 to six in 12 innings. Uh, Josh Harrison with another big game. Going to go through all of that uh, in detail. Sox are now three and a half games back in the Central. Uh, some news and notes before the game on Liam Hendricks. Yeah, he is targeting that July 1st uh, date to come back from his arm issue. Uh, this is what Hendricks has to say. Uh, the biggest thing is throwing, recovering, and not losing range of motion. Uh, not losing strength or not losing anything like that. As soon as we get that going, we'll be all hunky-dory. Uh, there was an exchange uh, that uh, Vinny Duber of CHGO tweeted out uh, regarding just compliments between Tim Anderson and Andrew Vaughn, especially after Monday's big game. Uh, this is what Andrew Vaughn uh, had to say on Tim Anderson. He's the spark plug of all spark plugs. The man can flat out hit. And Tim Anderson on Andrew Vaughn, he can't be beat. He's unstoppable. 
as long as he stays in that mind frame, he's going to be great. Love hearing those types of things as those guys, those guys hitting one and two, complementing uh, each other. I was reading a James Fegan article in The Athletic that came out uh, on uh, Tuesday, and it was uh, featuring kind of Frank Menachino talking about uh, on, on why Luis Robert has become somewhat of a singles hitter return, uh, since returning from the COVID IL at the beginning of June. Uh, focused uh, The article focused a lot on Robert uh, and Yohan Mankata, but here was uh, the bit on Menachino talking about Luis Robert. Uh, the 10 days off really killed him, Menachino uh, said. Uh, he kind of lost his contact points. He kind of lost his confidence and stuff. Having 10 days off and coming back, now he's starting to get back in the swing of things. Uh, it'll come. It'll come. Keep getting your hits and your confidence it comes up. And all of a sudden, uh, you're not swinging as hard. You're not trying to do too much. Home runs are thrown right. If he sticks to his sweet spot for 162 games every pitch, he'll hit 30 or 40 home runs, Menachino said, without a trying. Obviously, uh, Luis Robert has had some injury issues, and you know he is uh, he's been battling, uh, and he has been uh, playing very well though the last few games. Uh, Luis Robert has found his way. Uh, to not only get his singles, but he's getting his doubles, uh, flexing some power on Monday night. Uh, we are going to need Luis Robert. We just, I, I think he can really be the guy, uh, as Menachino said, to hit 40 home runs consistently, maybe 30, 35, you know, but he's got to stay uh, healthy. And uh, interesting what Menachino said in the article about, you know, just getting, getting his confidence back. It, it's, I guess it is kind of surprising or, or shocking maybe as just a, a fan like myself. And, and maybe you feel that way too of, well, you know, these guys, it's like riding a bike. They miss, uh, you know, 10 games or, or two weeks and they should be able to get right back into it. And it's not necessarily that easy. And uh, especially, you know, whatever injury or being on the COVID IL uh, that's this day and age, um, it, it matters and, uh, being off balance and, you know, out of your rhythm, uh, it shows, and it, it looks like Robert is starting to get, uh, locked in, uh, which is absolutely great. Uh, who made the most of their opportunities though, is the Sox had 15 hits on Tuesday night. Uh, going to talk about that uh, more in a moment. Welcome to the world of sports cards reimagine. The sports card investor app is the hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check out the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and profit from the hobby you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple app stores. The sports card investor app is a must-have for baseball fans. Easily browse over 630,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more added each week. Check out the value, uh, latest values of your favorite cards with seven day or 30 day charts. Find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay deals feature. Uh, plus, it's completely free. Uh, whether you're a casual card collector or looking for exciting alternative investment opportunities, the free sports card investor app has something uh, for you. And if you are like me and there are boxes and bins of 
cards. Uh, for me, it's just baseball cards galore uh, sitting in corners of my basement. There's still some at my parents' basement. Uh, get those cards out, start going through those. And, and with the free sports card investor app, you can pull out those old cards of your favorite childhood players and see how much they are uh, worth today. Uh, download the sports card investor app today, available for free in the Google Play and Apple app stores, or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. One live NBA draft show is not enough for Locked On. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA Draft Night. So if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe now to their Locked On YouTube channel so you can get notified when they go live on NBA Draft Night. Uh, so Sox offense uh, has been cooking a little bit as of late. Uh, you probably realized that. Uh, maybe not the wins. Uh, not all the wins have been showing, uh, but they've been putting up more runs. Uh, coming into Tuesday's game, uh, last seven games, uh, Luis Robert uh, slashing 433, 452, 600 uh, with a home run, 10 RBIs and only five strikeouts. Uh, and as a team coming into the game on Tuesday, uh, White Sox were slashing 292, 349, 433, and averaging 5.72 runs per game in June, third best in the AL. Uh, a lot of folks got involved on Tuesday night. It was a marathon of a game. Uh, as Hawk Harrelson used to say, TW, TW, the will to win, and our White Sox uh, had it. Uh, second inning, let's start off there. A.J. Pollock with a double. Adam Engel follows up with a double of his own. Sox on top, one uh, nothing. Uh, third ending, uh, Mendick and T.A. get on. That's going to be a bit of a theme uh, on Tuesday night. Mendick uh, went to third on a pass ball. Then there was a ground ball to third. Okay, T.A. stayed at first. Uh, Mendick was at third, so runners at the corner. Ground ball to third, and Mendick tries to score. I, not a smart idea, not a good uh, running situation there. Makes the first out at home. Abreu eventually uh, flat out on the warning track to end the threat. Uh, fifth inning, once again, Danny Mendick and Tim Anderson get on. Nobody out. Tim Anderson gets picked off at first base. Where is he trying to go? Danny Mendick is at a second. T.A. has no place to go. It was kind of a snap throw from the catcher, a thrown behind the runner. And, uh, and again, back-to-back -back nights where Tim Anderson's getting picked off at first base. Andrew Vaughn struck out. And then the man we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, Luis Robert, with a double to make it 2-0 uh, White Sox. Uh, let's head to the sixth. Adam Engel gets on. He steals second base and then he steals third base. And I, you know, watching this, I thought, you know, I maybe Sebi might try to, you know, throw down a bunt here, maybe a squeeze, maybe a safety squeeze. It was two to nothing socks at that point, trying to get maybe that that other run, get it to three nothing, uh, but they didn't go that route. The Sox uh, can't score after Sebi and Harrison strike out. Uh, we got to go to the ninth, and this is where things started to get uh, really dramatic. Uh, Toronto brought in their lights-out closer, Romano. 
Uh, Harrison led off with a walk. Mendick hits into a double play, and you're thinking to yourself, here we go, two outs. Um, I don't think we're going to score off of Romano. We are waiting as Sox fans for a time when one of our leadoff walks comes around to score in a close game, but it wasn't over yet. Tim Anderson walks. Andrew Vaughn uh, with a double. Runners on the corner with Robert up, and there you go. He rips a single, scores T.A. and Vaughn. Uh, we're tied up. Abreu follows up with a base hit. Robert to third, some two-out offense great to see that uh, in the ninth we go to the 10th Ingle leading off he walks jake berger sighting as he was hitting for zavala uh, berger struck out looking at a fastball in the inside corner uh, harrison with a base hit to right field bases were loaded with one out for danny mendick he sneaks a line drive over the shortstop's head aj pollock scores we've got a tie game once again uh, Tim Anderson up with the bases loaded and only one out, uh, but he hit into a double play. Let's go to the 11th. Uh, Hastily leads off. Uh, Tim Anderson is at second base. Hastily gets the sacrifice bunt down. Nice job by him. T.A. to third. Luis Robert, that guy we've been talking about. Uh, he sends one out to right field. Sacrifice fly. Tim Anderson scores. Game is tied at six. Abreu struck out to end the threat. Uh, 12th inning, uh, this was it for the Sox after Adam Engel was intentionally walked with one out. Reese McGuire had an opportunity against his former team. He strikes out on a horrible call by home plate ump Doug Eddings. It was like this the entire night. If you didn't watch the game, go look at the umpire card. You can find these now of all of the calls that Doug Eddings missed. It was this way for Toronto, for the White Sox, uh, Tough night for Doug Eddings. Uh, Josh Harrison, though, was up. Uh, he rips one up the middle, and it's a walk-off, scoring Abreu as he labors around third uh, to score. What a game. Uh, Sox offense, seven runs, 15 hits, six walks, 12 strikeouts, three extra base hits. Sox were six for 21 with runners in scoring position. And I find a very odd stat, zero home runs. Uh, after all of the home runs hit on Monday, it was a very hot, very warm day. Wind was blowing everywhere. Uh, Sox did not manage to get a home run. They sent several uh, fly balls to the warning track, uh, but nothing out of the ballpark. Uh, here are uh, some of the guys that had some multiple hits in the game. Adam Engel had a big night, three for four. Uh, Tim Anderson, uh, two for five. Robert, two for five. Abreu, two for five. Mendick, uh, two for five. And the hero of the game, Josh Harrison, uh, was two for five. So talked about it uh, on the uh, the podcast uh, on ye yesterday, the previous podcast, and you know, hey, a lot of us thought Danny Mendick was going to slide over to second base when Tim Anderson uh, came back off the off of the IL. It made sense. Uh, something about you know the way maybe the chemistry with Harrison at second and uh, Tim Anderson at short. Harrison had been swinging the bat fairly well. Man, big game on Monday. Harrison with another big game offensively uh, in the clutch on Tuesday night. Uh, good to see, though, Mendick getting in there with a couple more hits as he played third base. 
uh, and played pretty well at third base. Uh, but there was more action for Harrison in the field, too. Boy, he saved the game in, in a couple opportunities. Uh, but Dylan Cease, folks, he had some of his best stuff going uh, on Tuesday. Just how good was it, though? More on that in a moment. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. A LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. A create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that will let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Uh, this podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenile.com today. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, pitching, uh, Dylan C specifically, and a depleted uh, bullpen. Uh, Tony LaRusa had a very uh, interesting comment before the game. He said, you may see Davis Martin pitch the eighth inning with a one-run lead. Some foreshadowing for sure. Uh, coming into the game, Dylan Cease had not given up an earned run in his last three starts and had not gone over five innings in any of those starts. Uh, up until Tuesday, uh, Dylan Cease had not faced Toronto yet. Uh, this year let's go to the first inning dylan cease in control struck out the side only 14 pitches thrown he had that breaking ball working that 12 to 6 bender uh third inning cease giving up nothing through three six strikeouts uh fourth inning no hits given up by cease through four uh he did issue a couple of walks and danny mendick had an outstanding barehanded grab at third was able to get it to Abreu in all one motion to end the inning. 
Uh, we'll go to the fifth. No hitter through five innings, hitting 98 miles per hour uh, through 82 pitches at this point, had nine strikeouts, uh, six innings. Uh, in the sixth, I'm sorry, Dylan Cease uh, did finally give up a hit. It was a little infield single that pulled uh, Tim Anderson towards uh, the third base side. Uh, it was not terribly hit hard at all. Cease labored a bit in the inning, but wheels did not come off, which was a good sign. Uh, the last hitter he faced, he fell behind in the count 2-0. He battled back and got his 11th strikeout uh, to end the inning. Uh, so in the seventh, you had Lambert come in and kind of a high you know, leverage situation, gave up a home run to Kirk to make it 2-1. The White Sox bullpen is just so depleted. You know, you can't use Joe Kelly in back-to-back games. Lopez threw two innings on Monday. Foster's on the bereavement list. Bummer is hurt. Obviously, we talked about Hendricks. You don't have a lot of options. And we know about Graveman's situation that he typically doesn't go uh, back-to-back games. So you're with Lambert, who's pitched pretty well, but it's not the name that you thought would be pitching in a type of game like this. He gets through the seventh, gives up that home run. Uh, We go to the eighth. Davis Martin comes in. Another kind of eyebrow-raising. Really, Davis Martin uh, Toronto had two on with nobody out. Tapia bunts runners over. Biggio with a bloop shot. Uh, Tim Anderson can't make the catch. Game was tied at two. Toronto adds another to make it 3-2. Uh, the Blue Jays, they can score quickly, folks. You know this by watching these games. I'm telling you, Martin uh, gets uh, uh, pulled in favor of Ho- Jose Ruiz, who walks in another run. Uh, it's 4-2 Toronto. Uh, We go to the ninth. Uh, Ruiz stayed in the game. Uh, Josh Harrison talked about what he did with the bat. Josh Harrison made a spectacular play, a diving catch as he kind of was drifting uh, behind first base uh, to keep it a two-run game uh, heading into the bottom of the ninth, which, of course, the Sox were able to uh, get some runs to tie that game up. Uh, 10th inning, Graveman. We finally see Graveman. He's actually pitching in back-to-back nights. Where was he in the eighth? I guess that was a strategy move. Uh, Graveman gave up a leadoff double. Uh, Toronto scores to make it 5-4. to four. Uh, D- Graveman did get a couple of strikeouts and limited the damage to just one run. Uh, Vince Velasquez got the 11th and 12th. Uh, Velasquez was in and McGuire was catching. No Kelly, uh, you're probably asking yourself, okay, where's Joe Kelly again? They're trying not to get him to pitch back-to-back nights. Again, the White Sox bullpen is thin. Uh, Velasquez box, sending a runner to third. Uh, Tapia once again uh, beating the Sox. He made it 6-5. to five. A sacrifice bunt moved runners over to second and third after getting Bichette to ground out, and he was animated in the dugout. Bichette was not happy with himself. Uh, The Sox uh, could have walked Vlad Jr. with first base open, chose to pitch to him, and Vince Velasquez gets him to ground out to Mendick at third. Uh, In the 12th, uh, Velasquez was back at it. Uh, Engel and Robert with some solid defense, and Sox finally were able to quiet uh, the Blue Jays. And, of course, White Sox walked it off. Uh, in the bottom of the 12th, thanks to Josh Harrison, who keeps making the most of his playing time. Here's that final line from Dylan Cease uh, way back when 
felt like when the game was finally over, you were kind of like, oh, yeah, Dylan Cease did start this game, and he pitched really well. Uh, Cease gave you six innings, only one hit, uh, zero earned runs, two walks, 11 strikeouts. He's got his ERA at 2.68. Hopefully, folks, and I know you're feeling this way, Lucas Giolito can return to form, and the White Sox, the same team that were swept by the Blue Jays earlier this month, the White Sox are now going for a sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays. A good sign is the Sox are now sitting at 33-33, and 33, just three and a half games back now uh, in a crowded AL Central. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Lockdown NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Uh, Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap the series finale against the Blue Jays. Hopefully be talking about a White Sox sweep. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox!